welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 813. For one as old as you are, good for a barbarian, good for one with as little training as you have had, but still poor overall. I fought hard to keep the eagerness out of my voice, wishing I could use my hand to indicate how important the question was to me. Shaheen, I have a great desire to know more of these renta. Shaheen was quiet for a long moment. I will consider this, she said at last, making a gesture I thought might be trepidation. Such things are not spoken of lightly. I kept my face impassive and forced my bandaged hand to say profound, respectful desire. I thank you for considering it, Shaheen. Anything you could tell me of them I would value more than a weight of gold. Vashat gestured firm discomfort, then polite desire, difference. Two span ago I couldn't have understood, but now I realized she wanted to move the conversation onto a different subject. So I bit my tongue and let it go. I knew enough about the Adem by this point to realize that pushing the issue was the worst thing to do if I wanted to learn more. In the Commonwealth, I could have pressed the point, teased, and wheedled it out of the person I was talking to. That wouldn't work here. Stillness and silence were the only things that would work. I had to be patient and let Shaheen return to the subject in her own time. I was saying, Shaheen continued, reluctant confession, your ketan is poor. But were you to train yourself in proper fashion for a year, you would be Tempe's equal. You flatter me. I do not. I tell you your weaknesses. You learn quickly. That leads to rash behavior, and rashness is not of the Lathani. Vashet is not alone in thinking there is something troubling about your spirit. Shaheen gave me a long look. For over a minute, she stared at me. Then she gave an eloquent shrug and glanced at Vashet, favoring the younger woman with the ghost of a smile. Still, whimsical musing, if I have ever met someone without a single shadow on their heart, it was surely a child too young for speaking. She pushed herself out of her chair and brushed off her shirt with both hands. Come, let us go and have a name for you. Shaheen led the three of us up the side of a steep, rocky hill. None of us had spoken since we had left the school. I didn't know what was about to happen, but it didn't seem proper to ask. It would have seemed irreverent, like a groom blurting out, What comes next? Halfway through his own wedding. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. A couple things stand out to me on this page. Um, the first one is uh, a question. Didn't we see a gesture that looked like brushing off a shirt before? Wasn't that one of the first gestures that both connected? That does sound familiar. Where do we see it on this page? On this page, Shaheen stands out of her chair and brushes off her shirt with both hands. I feel like the gesture we saw before was with one hand. I don't remember at all. <laughs> I also feel like at this point... If, if that was part of Adam hand talk, I feel like it would be called out. I think she really is just like brushing the crumbs off her shirt. Maybe, but what if, I mean, what if Quoth is missing something? What if he, I mean, so what I wanted, another thing I wanted to say on this page is that Quoth is finally getting it. He's finally learned that st- silence and stillness is the way to get what he wants here. So he's mm-hmm. finally put that together. He's finally <laughs> behaving in a way that makes sense. So I just think it would be interesting if right next to him finally figuring it out he has missed something obvious something that we've called out before but i cannot 
for the life of me remember what that was, and I cannot find it with a cursory Google. So listeners, if you recall what that gesture was that he thought looked like brushing off his shirt, I seem to recall Tempe did it. Write in and tell us, because it might be both missing something. Why would she have crumbs on her shirt? Have they been eating muffins? She's just doing the Picard maneuver. She's just like standing up and like brushing her shirt off. I don't know. It just seems that hands are so important, you know? Right, but it, wouldn't, if it was hand tuck, wouldn't she be doing it with one hand, not two? Maybe, but maybe she's double gesturing. Anyway. I mean, there's no rule that says you can only use one hand for hand tuck. I mean, I think that there is. I think that you use your left hand. But, you know, I, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> Nick, Nick's, like, rolling away his, his chalkboard that has, like, the all the diagrams written on it. We know that they only use their left hand because, like, there's a whole point that Tempe makes about the hand being connected to like thought and with Quoth's left hand being bandaged he is not able to gesture which implies that that's the gesturing hand yeah otherwise he would just switch to the right hand the other thing I have is that is is Tempe being dissed here yes (laughs) (laughs) this is yet another point in favor of my theory that Tempe is like the worst of the Adam and everyone thinks he sucks yeah (laughs) and to be clear my position is now not that they aren't being mean to him my position is that I don't like that they're being mean to him I think they're being very unfair and very nasty to Tempe who is a very nice spot a nice boy they're being very mean they're being being very mean very disrespectful but but it, it all it all comes together, right? Everyone. <laughs> yeah, she's saying like in a year, in a year you'll be as good as the guy we trained wrong as a joke is what she's saying. Yes, exactly. Which is telling, right? Like we've seen Tempe handle himself very confidently. Exactly. So Tempe's good. really good to anyone who's not an Adam. He's like an unreasonably good fighter. Yeah. So the worst of them is uh, <laughs> is is uh, still you know better than Quoth. It will be in a year, uh, and. I think it's it says something about their culture that they they all kind of rate Tempe that way. Maybe because he is a, a weak fighter, they all kind of think little of him. Maybe it's because he's a little bit simple. Maybe there is a nasty rumor going around about Tempe that he's the kind of guy who likes to practice music, you know, when people aren't looking. Maybe. I kind of feel like Tempe was born in the wrong country because Tempe probably has the soul of a musician, right? And he actually does want to express himself in that way, but he doesn't have any outlet for it. Why do we think that Bashet is uncomfortable with this topic of conversation? Well, she just learned that he does blood magic, and she also learned that he's very interested in learning about the Rinta. Which are probably a taboo subject here also. I, I, that's kind of what I'm poking at here. Like what, you know, that I think we're all meant to be, we're all meant to be the hot dog, the guy in the hot dog suit. We're all meant to be thinking, why are the Rinta such a subject of taboo? It's not the same where he's from. People don't want to talk to Quoth about the Chandrian because it's not a subject for serious discussion. It would be like me wanting to talk with university professors about the Teletubbies. But here, it's not that they're like a too serious subject for discussion, right? Like that's why they don't want to talk to him about it. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I have no things. I'm sorry. Disgusting. Jordana not pulling her weight yet again. I'm sorry, guys. Do you have anything you did want to talk about on this page? No, all of my things are on the next page. I actually had a bunch of stuff and I was like, oh yeah, it'll happen this page. And then it didn't happen this page. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll have to wait till tomorrow. (laughs) Well, we have a letter today. This letter is from (laughs) hopefully still Jordana's favorite, a.k.a. Lori. Oh, it's been so long. Who writes on pineapple. Greetings to my favorite trio. 
Well, it has been quite some time since I have submitted a letter. Life granted us a new residence, a new employment, doing my dream job. Congrats, yo. Yeah, that rocks. I felt it necessary to submit my personal feelings re-pineapple, specifically on pizza. Yes, pineapple is delicious on pizza, at least when baked properly. Tidbits are also preferred to larger chunks, which do not get fully cooked. Our favorite is pepperoni and pineapple, no offense to Canadian bacon. I hope as summer nears to be able to have the required time to properly compose and submit some of my crackpot theories, but in the meantime, I am enjoying listening to yours and fellow listeners. Regarding the Wolf of Jersey's theory that Ambrose did not hire the hitmen because the plum bob isn't as severe, when Quoth speaks with Sleet, the gale he acquires the crossbow from, they exchange witty pre-deal banter and share stories of their reputations. Quoth's attack was mentioned in Sleet State's Sleet states that no one would take a job like that now anyways, after the stories of him calling down lightning like Taberlin the Great. So Ambrose simply cannot hire someone to kill him, so he resorts to other methods. The plumb bob is excellent, as it would likely lead to Quoth getting expelled or tuition raised high enough he couldn't afford to attend. Or better yet, get himself killed because he can't control what he says. Two questions answered, so I will leave you with a, th- with a third. Do the emir follow the, the, do the emir follow the Lathani, not that they have studied it, but that they always do the right thing? Sincerely, hopefully still Jordana's favorite, a.k.a. Lori. I will give two uh, responses here because I, I'm i firmly in the camp of Ambrose uh, is not escalating it. It is Quoth who is escalating it because Quoth is misunderstanding what is being done by Ambrose and what it's not. So at first, I will say that pineapple is delicious on pizza. I wasn't here for that conversation. I would argue that pineapple is actually perfect for pizza because it has a sweet and acidic taste that complement the natural saltiness and savoriness of a pizza. And uh, I will brook no discussions on this. And my second response is, I think the the Amir think they follow the Lathani, but uh, it, it is debatable as to whether or not they actually do. I'm firmly in the camp that says the Amir are uh, not the good guys of this story. They are, uh, they think they are doing the right thing, but uh, I don't think they actually are. I don't want to crack any pots. Or neither confirm nor deny any cracked pots. Although I do enjoy the read that Ambrose has to do the plum bob because he can't do anything more severe. I think that's very interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's completely correct. Absolutely. Because he absolutely would hire more assassins to go after Quoth again, but he can't because no one will take the job. That makes complete sense to me. Yeah, I love that idea. I feel sort of dumb for not coming up with it. Like it's one of those things that seemed like so natural that like, oh, of course, why didn't I see that? I also, I can neither confirm nor deny whether or not they're still my favorite because I feel really bad about picking favorites. <laughs> That's even worse. Like, you were my favorite, but now I don't feel like I can call you that anymore. Yeah, favorite revoked. No, now I just don't have any favorites officially. I officially don't have any favorites or either that or I have I have multiple favorites because I feel really bad about picking favorites. Jordan, haven't you seen the documentary Toy Story? No, I, I mean, what? Yes, I don't. What documentary? <laughs> yeah, it's about a favorite, but a favorite that's no longer a favorite. And he goes mad and he murders the new favorite. I'm pretty sure that's not what happens in Toy Story. Don't Woody and Buzz become like best friends? Only after Woody tries to kill him. <laughs> and then he gets no. taken apart by a mad scientist. Okay, well, either way, that can't happen with with my favorites because... The podcast listeners often don't live in the same places and they don't know each other. Haven't you seen that documentary, The Favorite? 
about a podcaster who has a favorite listener and then revokes it? This is a lie. It's not real. I'm not revoking anything. I'm just neither confirming nor denying. It won the Oscar. It won the Oscar a couple years ago, Jordana. Google the favorite Oscar winner and you will get a hit. Do I do I seem like a person to you who who gives a flying <laughs> about the Oscars? Wow. <laughs> wow. Jordana just taking aim at all of America's <laughs> remaining cultural institutions that haven't already completely crumbled. I'm not saying they're bad. They're just not for me. I like I could Spoken give a shit. like someone who disdains their former favorites but doesn't want to say so because they don't want people to be okay, mad would it make at them. you feel better if i also said i don't care about the canadian award shows like no the nobody grammys. cares about those the I grammys mean, are the not grammys canadian are not a canadian award show. you're talking oh, about the not. judos <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i'm talking but about also, the judos nobody, right see that's how much yeah, well, i care that is how much i care nobody cares about the junos <laughs> or the or the canadian screen awards but that's neither here nor there the only one I care about is whatever they do at TIFF because it f***s up all of the traffic in downtown Toronto. <laughs> God. Also, Jordana, if you could give a shit, it means that you do care some amount. Because oh, no, you're right. I said it that's, wrong. That's I, right. you don't, no, I, no, you said I, it. I, we have it here. God. Jordana actually does care about pop culture stuff. Nick is, Nick is Mr. Idiom Corrector these days. <laughs> it bothers me so much. Say what you mean. Don't just spurt out some some syllables. Don't mean what you, you say. Heard on say what you mean. <laughs> Nick, I do. I do agree with you that people saying that like I could care less does make me grind my teeth. I definitely thought I said I couldn't care less. You said I could give a shit, which means you poop in your oh. hand and hand over the shit. <laughs> uh, which is basically what you're doing if you give someone a slice of pizza that has pineapple. Oh, it came full Jeremy, circle. You're <laughs> also, though, on the pineapple pizza thing, in the letter it said the Canadian bacon. Now, I just want to clarify that Canadian bacon is a thing. However, American bacon, or I guess whatever the other bacon is, is the kind of bacon that goes on the pizzas with the pineapple. Technically, that Hawaiian pizza has Canadian bacon, aka back bacon. It does? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Hawaiian pizza does not have pepperoni. I didn't know that. I, I assumed that it had normal bacon on it. I have actually never ordered a Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> I've had pineapple on pizza and it's great. I've just never ordered a Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> pineapple was created by the devil to vex mankind. And the idea that anyone puts it on their pizza, let alone eats it at all, is anathema. I mean, like, we are people who kind of like the concept of the devil, if you think about, like, the music we listen to and the things we enjoy. Um, <laughs> but that aside, I agree with you until pineapple is cooked and then it is correct and right. Look, we can all agree that eating pineapple is dangerous as it dissolves the interior membranes of your mouth. Life's about taking risks. That's true. We all choose our vices. Yeah, I have I have other vices. And you'll learn all about them. <laughs> you sure do, Jeremy. <laughs> and we'll explore those vices on tomorrow's episode of Page of... Uh, Way. Way.